What's going on, everyone? And welcome to, unfortunately, our last episode of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley, episode 107. It is the last episode of 2019. <laughs> um, it's the last That's ep- tricky. Yeah, I know. I even tried to say it like a little bit kind of less enthusiastic. <laughs> But no, welcome to the last episode of the year. We're going to do a year in review. And um, also we're going to talk about a new uh, thing we're going to be doing on our layout. um, That's kind of new as of today. Right. So, um, yeah, we're going to change some stuff up on our layout to make room for more buildings. So yesterday was Christmas. Yeah. Went pretty good, I thought. Yeah, I mean, uh, none of us got any train stuff. Well, that's not true. Oh, you well, didn't. I didn't. You didn't get train. <laughs> I didn't ask for um, any. Actually, I got something from one of our listeners. Um, it was a pair of tweezers uh, for putting details on this. By, made by Michael Mark. It was sent to me in the mail, and I'll, I'll, that person will be re- remain anonymous. But it was a nice present, and I thank him very much for that. Um, it's a pair of tweezers for putting... Uh, painted, de- already painted or weathered detail parts onto um, onto your diorama or layout. It has like uh, padded ends. They're like rubber coated. Uh-huh. The end, and uh, so I got those. It was pretty cool. But, nice. And you yeah. you explain what the reasoning for those those ends were, right? Well, the 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 reasoning for the padded ends is. So it doesn't scratch the paint off of your painted die cast part or whatever you're using. Yeah, it doesn't damage it or take the paint off. Maybe. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, because even sometimes right. when you're handling them with your fingers and you pinch them weird or scratch them fun- funky, they, right. uh, they, they'll they even chip paint off of them. And I'm actually working with them right now. It's the first time I used it. Um, I'm now putting details on my diorama here. I have all, I maybe have 80 different painted detail parts I've worked on over the week, and they're all done, and now I'm just placing them. It's kind of fun. Oh, awesome. I'm trying, I'm trying to master using this and uh, figure out how to, how to make it work, so, and try and keep from getting glue on them. Nice. I'm placing them, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's get so into for- for Christmas, what did I get? Oh, Thanks yeah. What'd you get? What'd you I get? Got, well, I'm glad you asked. Sorry, I was trying to think of a way to transition <laughs> into what I wanted to talk about. Forgot about your thing here. No, well, no, we were on Christmas, so I figured I we'd just roll with it. I know. Um, I had um, a uh, Magnuson from your mother, who I said didn't get me great uh, River, I guess. Yeah, you're going to eat your words today. She bought... I guess we were at Timonium there, and when you and I were given a clinic at Timonium, she was out shopping and walking around, and I guess earlier in the day, I was out walking around and making rounds to the different booths, and um, she uh, saw me looking at a, um, a, Magnus, a, kit, a Magnuson model kit of um, the uh, Victoria Falls Hotel, mm-hmm. and why do I like... Why am I interested in that, Brett? Why are you interested well, why in that, Todd? Well, why are we interested in it? Well, well, we are interested in it because... Please elaborate. 
you threw me on the spot and I didn't have an answer. Now you made uh, me. Okay. Now I look like a big dumb dumb dumb. Well, because because when we were visiting George Celius's layout, we noticed the, the, all the big walls that he has uh, in the back. Oh yes, are, yes, 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 yes. Are made. Uh, some of the big buildings back there are made with the, um, the castings. I guess they were uh, hydrocall castings. Yeah. Of uh, plaster castings of the. Uh, Victoria Falls Hotel. We talked to him about that, mm-hmm. and uh, he explained kind of to me how he kind of did that. And um, so we're going to try and produce something not of that enormous, you know, not that enormous no. or anything, but uh, some taller buildings using um, the Victoria Falls Hotel. I'm going to uh, make cast. Uh, I'm going to make rubber molds, right? Plaster castings right. of those of those big walls, nice with the many with many windows. But uh, so I can't <clears> wait <throat> to help with that. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be. And then what I'm going to do, and then once we're all done with it, then I will build Victoria Falls, the regular Victoria Falls Hotel. You could actually, well, if we plan it right, you could do a little like side building with the same front. Yeah, like off the side of the main big structure. Right, exactly. Something like that. So figure it all out. But um, the hmm. neat thing is, you could use a. You can use the backs, the the front and sides yeah. with all the many windows, but then you can also use the big back wall and go all the way up and make well, it look like a back end of a wall. Also, since our layout is three sixty, yeah, you could do windows the whole way around it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like like when you go to Harrisburg, that's our local capital. Yeah, you those towers, the big ones, they right. don't they don't necessarily have a back. No, they don't. You know, no, they have. They uh, some of them might have, like, they might be brick for like the first eight stories because they're butted up against another building, mm-hmm. and then once they get above the stories of the building that's touching it beside it, then they're all windowed all the whole way up. All right. So all that's right. something we could try. Yeah, we could definitely do that. I mean, I just want to paint more windows, like, you know. <laughs> but. uh no, so that's going to be fun. That's going to be a neat little yeah, that's experiment. Going be, that's going to be uh, interesting to do. Yeah, so I have a, a, a game plan. So, what else so did you get? I got that, and I got two of the um, what the heck's metal works um, uh, vehicles. Yeah, those are those are pretty sweet looking. Yeah, those are nice. Those are really nice. They're diecast metal. You got to put them together like you do the Jordans or anything else. What do you glue uh, them together with? Um, you know, CA glue or whatever. Yeah, CA glue. Okay. It's metal work. It's metal, made of metal. So, yeah. I mean, that's probably the only thing that's going to hold them or some kind of two-part epoxy or something. But then you only have so long to work with that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I'll figure that out. I'll, I'll read the directions. We'll use whatever it calls for. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to making a couple of those, too. So she got me a couple of those vehicles. I think that's what the, com- the company's called, Metalworks. I think so. I'd I'd have to go back and look at those photos you sent me. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, I got them right here on my phone. But yeah, so I got them, and I'm looking forward to uh, to that. So that should be should be good. I'm looking forward to building all those. Awesome. Well, I didn't get anything, but I did um, figure something out for our layout that's actually going to help us, and um, I think it'll end up looking better in the long run. So I'm going to actually get rid of. A section of track. <gasps> oh my <gasps> goodness. 
But oh, I've been yeah. struggling. I don't know if you could tell. I've been struggling with what to do with that little part that overhangs on that tunnel thing. Yeah, I know. I and know you are. I, I'm going to take it. Wheelworks. The company was called Wheelworks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take the track up through Sasson like I have it, past the lumber mill. Uh-huh. Right? And I'm going to make it just end at the lumber mill. Right. Just going to end there. Right. Um. The And then the lumber yard, I mean. And then <clears throat> I'm going to cut out about three or four feet around that curve. Yeah. To where it starts to go up. And actually, I came up with a better idea after I sent you that message, Dad. Oh, yeah? Rather than just spinning it off into a turnout and a lump, and spur. another and another spur or sprue, whatever whatever spur, spur, a spur, a spur. Rather than spinning it off into just another spur on the lower level in the industrial area beside the right. Rust Rock Falls, right? We could make it have another turnout or, or switch put into it and have it go back into the loop. Oh, at the very end, like where it starts to go up now, we could have it yeah. just turn and go back into the loop. Yeah, we could so do that too. It, it would just function as a little mini rail yard in the front then. Yeah, um, and then around the back, it'll still continue to go up that backside like it is now. Um, and then we might add another turnout into another little yard up top, and that's it. Yeah, I like that. It'll yeah, allow- we can do some switching. No, but what it'll allow us to do is finish the track completely. We'll be done. We yeah. can actually run trains on it, um, and then we don't have to worry about working around a lot of that track and whatever the hell that is in the front there where you were going to put Rust Rock Falls. Yeah. It'll allow room for more structures and more a, a better scene, I think. Right, and we can build that waterfall now. We can build the waterfall. We can put rock, We can put Rust Rock Falls in and some more stuff. Right, exactly. So and I'm all about more stuff. And it's man. really, honestly, we have about... 40 feet of track. Yeah. Maybe it's not, we don't have very much track guys. We might have long, we might have more than that. We might have have 60 or 75 feet of track. Yeah. But a lot, but if we take out about four feet, it's going to act where it is, is a very inconvenient location, extremely inconvenient. And we've been struggling with what to do with it in the first place. So we're just going to get rid of it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because we're lazy <laughs> no but everyone else out there that's like wants to see us running trains and stuff will finally be able to see us do that because yeah the rest listen there's still gonna be a sweet little underpass that goes under the city and comes out the backside we're gonna be able right. to do a lot right. we're gonna have a whole right. bunch of train yards where we can switch cars in and out and have cars parked and do some yeah. our own miniature quote-unquote operations we'll still right. be able to do all of that right it's just this one little section that we just hate to we we we've been having a mental block with it. So the reason I'm laughing is because every year we seem to lose a little more track. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Because when we redid it this time, we added more track. Yeah, we did, we did. There's more track yeah. than we had the first time because it's right. two. The each loop is got each loop has thirty two at least more than more than thirty two feet of track in it. Right. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. So yeah, we're gonna rip that out. And just turn it into a um, a larger scene. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just had to say that. Well, and what that's going to do, my dad and I want to put Rust Rock Falls on an angle um, and have it going the waterfall part going out towards the ocean, like the waterfront, the ocean. 
Right. So the waterfall will then we had to figure out a well, way. Well, the waterfall is going to go out to the side, oh, and yeah. our imagination is going to allow it to believe it's that going it will out go to the like water. a like an inlet that goes right out to the water. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do that and uh, make that happen here, but you know, why not? Yeah, I, I'm good with that, man. I mean, that's uh, so. For anyone that's been running, I know we've had a couple of people messaging us now also uh, asking to see more of the layout. I will also be working on doing some videos now from the layout. I know a lot of our videos have been from the workbench. Um, by doing this and allowing some trains to actually start moving and some scenery to actually be going in, we can switch it over and do some content based on the layout itself. So uh, we're still going to be doing a lot of modeling, but I can do a lot of modeling from the work from the Instead of from my workbench, I can do it from the 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 layout now because we got a million built million bu- million buildings to put down. We got a million scenes to create. Uh, it's time to move over that way. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I so, mean, we're gonna be we're gonna be in good shape. So, I mean, but we got a lot of we got a lot of big stuff projects to put in there. So it's good that we're gonna have this room, and I'm yeah. really happy with that part of it. Yeah, it's gonna so. free up a lot. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Cool. So coming up uh, next month, um, really soon, actually, uh, we're going to record it on the 8th, and Brett doesn't even know this yet. Oh, what? Uh, what's that? Oh, what? Yeah. Um, from We're going to have a special guest on, uh, Bob Van Gelder. Woohoo! Um, he will be uh, one of the first guests that we'll have in, in the month of January. Uh, Bob Van Gelder is uh, the creator and owner of South River Model Works, and uh, so he will be joining us, and that'll be that'll be how we kick off uh, 2000, uh, 2020. Oh my God, 2020, and um, we're gonna we're gonna have a killer guest. That's a killer guest, man. That's his big red kits. That's uh, a, that's another big um, like a big knock off, a big um, yeah uh, name to check off our list here. Right, right. South River Model Works. Uh, I guess that Bob Van Gelder. Uh, he messaged me today, and he's good to go. Uh, he's got some stuff to share with us. It's very interesting, and um, we're going to talk to him a little bit about uh, the detailing and and uh, you know all how how he does some things and some techniques that he likes to use. But also uh, his importance and views on putting details to that stuff, which is what we're all about, right? Right. So no, it's yeah. going to be exciting. I know a couple of our of our listeners have also been requesting <clears throat> that we get him on, so that's right. going to be awesome. He's gonna yep. he's gonna. I got a bunch of questions for him. He's another one that we can probably just ask uh, a million questions and not right. not be satisfied with everything that we get because we just have a million more questions as we talk. Uh, oh, he's very excited to come on, so we're going to enjoy that guest and. And we got some other surprise guests coming up too, as well. They're also big names, uh, and uh, well, as they all are, actually. And um, uh, and so January is going to start filling up real quick. Yeah, you want to announce a couple other guests that we're working on? Uh, you, you, you go ahead. I have to dig through my emails now. Okay, hang on. Well, we do have some guests lined up. Um, you just missed the uh, five minutes of nonsensical scrolling through my phones to find the <laughs> email that I have was working on, but. We promise you guys, we do have some guests in January, including Bob and a few other people. But 
here we go. We're going to go into our recap of the year. Um, yeah. Also, I want to quickly, before we do that, Dad, let's go through our old school, uh, rig, our old school roll through here and um, talk about what we've been working on this week. Okay. Well, uh, any new tools, tools of the week. <clears throat> and um, let's do our favorite uh, product of the week as well. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to do that as we wrap up this year's last episode of the year. And then we'll run into a quick recap of uh, everything we've done this year and people we've met. And, and then we'll call this one a wrap for 2019. So uh, what are you working that. on? Uh, <laughs> I painted about 80 details. I think I was telling you that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, die cast parts and people and all kinds of crap. And um, I am now putting them onto what was the Baxter's diorama. And now it's uh, Bugsy Siegel's diorama, and um, uh, the building supply company. So it's um, um, right now. I'm putting all those details. I'm to the point where this weekend, this past weekend, up to Christmas uh, or Christmas Eve, I've been painting all those details, mm-hmm. which is great. And I got them all done. And then, of course, yesterday being Christmas, I didn't really get to work on anything, um, but. Um, so tonight, before we started the podcast, I, I started putting in those details, all those little diecast parts in place, gluing them on. I love doing that. It's a lot of fun, especially when you're already done painting. Yeah, because then it's like you're actually bringing life you're to the scene now. Life. Yes. So I ha- I'm done with that, and um, I'm, I'm now I'm putting the details on. So as soon as I finish that up, and it might be tonight later, um, I got a couple little areas. I got to put some grass spots. And outside of adding vehicles, it'll be done. Nice. Um, and I had to, but I had to build the vehicles. So obvious, uh, obviously, I'm going to do those, um, those, um, the ones we got for Christmas. The ones I got for Christmas, and of course, I got a Jordan up here, and a dump truck from Sylvan, and uh, what else we got? Sylvan dump truck, uh, Ford sedan delivery trucks i got all kinds of crap um i think i'm gonna add four four to, i think about six five or six vehicles to this diorama um so it, it, it's taking shape it's looking really nice i'm very happy with it i'm going to be sharing a lot of photos this week of this uh it'll be coming down to the layout probably uh by next week or maybe by i don't know about saturday we're going down there to watch football so i don't know if i'll be done by that time or not but what I'd like to do with it is take some photos of it outside. And, uh, yeah, it's supposed I might to be nice this for, weekend to do that, too. Well, I could do it right there with those fields behind your house. Oh, and yeah. That would be really cool. So um, if that's the case, it would do some outdoor photography with natural lighting. I think it's supposed to be 54 degrees on Saturday, so that will be perfect. And, um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so hey, real quick, I, I have a question working. for you. This is unrelated, yeah. but this is going to be a little bit of chitter-chatter on the side. Um, okay. Chitter-chatter on the side which, is what we're all about. You guys will all love that. So this weekend is the Oklahoma Sooners versus LSU Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. So rather than me doing steaks on the grill, what, oh. if, what if I went and got a whole bunch of Chick-fil-A? <laughs> I was thinking about that tonight. I was like... That'd be funny as shit if we just ate a whole bunch of Chick-fil-A for the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll yeah, see. I mean, it you can um, get you can get like a Chick-fil-A party pack. 
I'm go I'm going Chick fil A. Alright. We'll see what happens. But you know, my cat my consumerism kicked in and I thought, well, why don't we have Chick fil A for the Chick fil A Peach Bowl? Yeah, we but can do that. Anyways, yeah, we, can do that. we can talk about that a little later. We have some big football games to watch this weekend, guys. Uh, if you are into college Including football. Including our Sooners. Yeah. So we'll be yeah. we'll either be extremely happy or extremely sad Saturday night, but whatever. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, um, yeah. we'll talk about that a little later. I was just, I was like, oh, that would actually be good because I don't have to cook steaks all damn afternoon either. But, True. Uh, all right. Back into this. So, um. So you're working on the diorama. You have the diorama done, except some little detail parts and um, vehicles and I people. Little, I had the little detail parts. The detail parts are done. I, they're painted. But, no, but I'm saying apply, starting to apply them all now and getting yeah, people on right. and all that. And then yeah. um, I have been feverishly working. I've been actually doing quite a bit on Paulser's Plumbing to get that thing done, too. Um, yeah. I know uh, you guys probably saw me on my marathon day the other day. Um, not running marathon, work marathon, down here getting a bunch of stuff done on Paulsers. I have uh, just like the roof really now at this point to do. I got to get the roofing done. Uh, and I found a spot on the layout for it. And that's actually what kind of kicked off this redesign of the um, the track. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can do something really cool with it if the one track down low wasn't in the spot that it's in. Uh, uh, just because it's a long skinny kit and I have a really like awesome spot for it. But right. I gotta modify the track a little bit to get it in there. So, right. um, yeah. Once I get this roof popped on it, I'm gonna put some signage on it and uh, and you know call that one a day. And yeah. uh, who knows what I'm gonna work on next? I had three going at once. Um, I have to finish up the yard office number three. All I really gotta do on that now is the roof and apply uh, apply the two separate structures, the wood and the hydrocal structure, and gotta glue those together. Nice. Um, I don't know where that's I'm going nice. to put that one, but I think building that little rail yard down low now because we're going to mm-hmm. redo some of that track. Yeah, that's a small, skinny little building. It'd be neat to put that yard office down where there's a bunch of uh, a little railroad yard. So we'll find a place for that down there. Um, what else was I doing? That's really it. I'll be busy here with this new modification of our layout. Um, this would be interesting. I want to hear from you guys. I'm sure we're not the only people who've done this as you work. And, and we've talked about this before as you work on your layout and you realize like, Oh, that's not, that's not done right. Or even when you think you did it right the the second or third time, Mm -hmm. you know, you're constantly running into things where you're like, Oh, I wish I had done this better. And you go back and you edit something and you wish you'd done that better. And you go back and you edit something. Um, I'm sure you guys with track have done the same thing as we are, as we work, you discover problem areas that just weren't working out quite the way you imagined them initially when you installed the track. And, yeah, so you uh, end up reworking them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we're not alone in that in yeah. that world. So, uh, yeah, I would just like to hear other people's stories since we're sh- we're sharing a little bit of a track regret, a little bit of well, a track I'm regret story. It's, it's a holiday because of the Christmas and, you know, Christmas and yeah. Hanukkah and all that going on. I'm telling you what, I saw a lot of the last couple of days a big flurry of activity on our patrons and our regular page. Well, just not just there, but all the groups too. <clears throat> and the groups and everybody's showing all their their stuff. You know, obviously everybody's got their toys for Did Christmas. You see, and I'm gonna give Frank another little shout out. Did you see Frank Varga's new long ass building he's making? No. Oh my god. 
No, I'll have to do a check that the out. Pier, Was it up in the last day or two? Uh, yeah, like between Monday and today. He's been oh, I didn't see like, it yet. I didn't really it's see it. Pier 27 or something from oh. Foscale. And, uh, uh, and, uh, it is, it, I don't know how long it is. It must be three feet long. It's huge. <laughs> I don't know how big this damn thing is. It is a monster. All stuff's like that. I don't know where he puts it. I'm going to find the picture of it while we're talking here. But it's it, insane. The man's insane. I love it. It's, uh, hang on. Uh, Frank. But yeah, so I did like to see everyone's work that we were doing this weekend. Uh, oh, that's been people great. People posting a ton of stuff. I'm going to send you a screenshot of his, of what he put up here. But um, the other cool thing that we have going on is our patrons uh, contest for this week, this month. We did a holiday contest and you have like, ooh, five more days to enter your contest entry. Um, but our patrons asked... Or we asked them if they wanted to participate in a holiday build. And they could have done any size from 2 inches by 2 inches all the way up to whatever. And uh, we've had a couple submissions now for a holiday uh, diorama that they were asking them to build. And the winner of the contest for the patrons is going to win a um, $25 gift card to ScaleHobbyist.com. So we've been seeing a bunch of awesome entries already for the holiday build. Yeah. On our patrons page. So when they are done, I will share the photos of what the patrons built on our main page. So any of you listeners who are out there who don't have access to the patron page will see a post later after we pick the winner um, of all of the ones that our listeners have built. So, Oh, my God. That thing is a monster. You, you see that, that thing? Big... We're talking Now yeah. we're talking about Frank Vargas built again. Oh, my word. It's huge. Oh, my word. Look at all those overhead doors. We got your Frank on again, man. We're gonna, I'm going to talk to him. We got you more. So look at the floorboard, the floor planking in that picture. You can see how wide a, fl- like a, a, a floor plank's probably, what, three and a half, four inches wide? Yeah. And that covers like, <laughs> covers like ten of them. That's crazy as hell. That's just that's not, nuts, That's dude. just crazy. I don't, that's crazy. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. But uh, we will be showing everyone what our patrons built for their holiday contest um, after it's over. On, on New Year's Eve at midnight right. will be the final submission date. And uh, we'll pick a winner on <laughs> January 1. So, And it doesn't have to just be a holiday build. We did give them rules. They could build a... Um, I saw oh. some of them too. It's really, really, really yeah. Gonna the be the tough. patrons it's gonna be tough. The patrons can build a winter scene too. They don't necessarily have to build a Christmas or right, a holiday be, scene. Yeah, uh, right. as long as it was a winter scene. Um, but the, what I'm seeing so far, oh my word! Oh yeah, it, oh the charge. It's gonna be so hard to judge. It's cool. It's cool. I, and I did like Dan Pug- Dan Pugach's little story about his gazebo exploding. Did you see that? I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, Dan. I didn't want to hear it. And see it happen. I'm sure yeah. it was heartbreaking. But when I read that, I'm sure when when other people hear our disasters too. When I read that, I was like, "Oh man!" But then you kind of laugh about your own times you've done stuff like yeah. that when you're sure. working on something and you're like really tedious about things. And yep. it's almost like a house of cards. The wind blows wrong, and it's just like poof, just blows blows up. <laughs> you know, I've been there, Dan. That's that sucks. Uh, yeah, it does. But you're still turning out a really cool little. Uh, Oh yeah, it's so. it's cool, man. All this, the whole, all these holiday displays are, or these um, winter displays are. I still just have to awesome. finish mine. I have five days, 
but yeah. uh, it's a two inch by two inch one. I'm doing a little tiny. I won't oh. I won't give away too much, but it it's like a little park scene with a bench right. Right. and some people. But anyways, um, yeah. So that's what uh, I have working on currently, and kind of what's been going on in the HO scale customs world. Um, let's talk about uh, a tool of the week. Do you have a tool of the week? Well, well if you I don't... just told you about the tool that was sent to me by the one yes, which is really cool, and I'm working with that one. I do have another one, though. Okay, go for it. I, I have one <laughs> ready when you are. It's uh, it's made by um, Fiskers. It makes the scissors. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can get it in the paper crafting sections. It's just a general craft tool, stuff. right? It is a, it's a burnisher. Mm. And it's got like a little round burnishing end at both ends. It's really cool. And I can use it to push little holes into wood um, and make knot holes and stuff, which is really cool. Or I can use it to apply decals with the burnisher. It's a, you know, it's like a, a rounded end. It's a pointy rounded end. And it's all metal. It allows you to um, apply decals or apply your signs. And you, you know how when you put a sign down, and that one little corner wants to keep coming up. Oh yeah. So this you can just it's kind like, of rub the burnisher over the corner, and uh, it'll hold that down. It's which like is some, sometimes cool. like the corner didn't get enough adhesive, or the glue right. dried quicker, or whatever, and you're like, Damn right? It, or or it's just not holding down. Sometimes it has the glue on it and the adhesive on it is just not sticking the way you want it to. Right. And you don't and you don't want to use your fingers and mess it up because sometimes in our fingers it'll turn the paper in a different shade because you got different oils and things on your fingers and you end up smearing the ink and things like that. So you want to be careful. But with this here, you can just get those edges and 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 pin them down. It's it's got multiple really cool uses. I like it. It doesn't um, because it has that burnishing end. It isn't going to scratch up and destroy everything um, when you when you use it. Um, I used it also when I was putting these sh- um, uh, shake shingles on the side of the one building on this diorama mm-hmm. on the walls. I built all those shake shingles on it, and I was using it to just kind of push down certain ones. And lit- with the pointier end on the other end, it's, on- it's two-ended. I can use the uh, other one to kind of help lift them up without... Because if you use an exacto knife to help lift them up, you end up you can end up cutting them off. Here you don't do that using this little one and it's furniture. And you lift it up, up and you're not getting the damage out of it. I, I, it's just a tool I like to use. How about you? My tool is if we if we've talked about this tool in the past, you can interrupt me, Dad. But okay. my tool is a fishing forceps. Oh yeah, yeah. I we got mi- water we might have we might have discussed this on the show in the past. Yeah. Um, right. but I've been using it actually to paint detail parts lately. So, uh-huh. uh, I, I lock it in the place uh-huh. and I hold my detail parts and I don't have to hold them by, by hand. And it's just a tiny, even if it's covering a corner of a detail part that I'm grabbing onto that it's locked right. into, right. it's not like I, once it's dry, the rest of it, I can just pop that off and just hit that little corner with a piece of paint then a little dot yeah. of paint. So right. I've been doing that. Uh, that's my t- that's one of my tools of the week. I guess I could give you a second one here. Um, let me just spitball one. Uh, oh, here this is one that every workbench should need. You ready? Yeah. You can get them literally anywhere. Uh, home goods stores, Walmart, your grocery store probably has them. But a little dustpan broom. 
Dollar Store has Dollar Store probably has one. Oh yeah, yeah. Go to Dollar General, Dollar Tree, whatever. Get a little yeah. small dustpan and broom. You don't really need the dustpan, so if you can find a small hand broom that doesn't have a dustpan, because you don't need to have the dustpan. Right. Um, I, I have one attached to my workbench. I, I have a wood workbench, as you guys know, and I put a little screw in the side of it. Um, Sorry. Uh, what the hell was that? That was me turning my turntable again. I did the other week, too. Anyway, why immediately I said sorry, because I knew I did it just in the last episode. <laughs> I did it in the last episode, too. And you're grounded. You're done. You're I grounded. Gave you a tool. I gave you a tool. I forgot all about it yesterday on Christmas. Well, hang on. Yeah, I'm not done talking about my brush. Oh, okay. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, every tool bench or every workbench I feel like needs a little brush. Um, that way when you get all your stuff cleaned up and you're ready to, uh, you know, clean up the workbench for your next project, you have a little hand brush attached to your workbench somewhere and you can just quickly whisk all those missing pieces of acetate and, uh, dust particles and little bits of wood that you have stuck everywhere because you chopped it all up. You brush all that away. And then, uh, who knows, you might find some, uh, old windows or detail parts when you, that were missing (laughs) when you broom, broom everything up. So, yep, yep. Um, also, really quick, when we're talking about workbenches, yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm going to start doing something now every new year for workbenches. You ready? What? Yeah. I'm going to paint my workbench once a year now. Ah, well, we were kind of talking about that last week. We now. were, but not, not yearly. Right, right. I'm going to make it a New Year's tradition to... Clean take it off the new 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 clean bench every take year. everything off my bench, paint the top of it, and start fresh with a fresh coat of paint, brand new white paint at the top of my workbench every year, <laughs> and then uh, you know after forty years it'll be four inches thick. No, right? Um, it, you know it, the I, I want to kind of start fresh with my workbench every year, and it'll. We were talking about that spray paint box that you and I have. Yeah, uh, we both have one that we are afraid to. We don't ever want to throw it away because we want to yeah. see how much spray paint we can, can accumulate in it. Yeah, but yep. with the workbench, it's kind of the same way. Like the little spills and ink blots and paint smears and dust that's ground into my workbench and all that. It's kind of like, well, I don't want to cover that up because that's like that's evidence of my work. Like that's, I it, right. might, it might sound silly. I, I it probably sounds silly, but I have like this. Yeah, you know the workbench looks dirty because it's like my evidence of my work of my labor that I put oh, yeah. in all of what we made this year. Right. And you know you look at it and I think I don't want to make it clean because that's going to cover up like my scars basically of of working. Right. But then at the same time I'm thinking, well it'd be cool each year to see how dirty I can make it. <laughs> and just let it progressively get dirty through the year not on purpose but like don't go out of my way to stay clean but don't go out of my way to make it dirty just let it get dirty as I work and just see what take a picture of it each year to see what it looks like after a one whole year of work every year right I think that'd be fun so yeah, I'm going to start doing that every year on New Year's I'm going to paint my workbench I'm going to post the last picture of the day of the new year's eve what it looked like and then the white surface and then next year i'm gonna do the same thing so we're gonna see how dirty it'll look in one year and yeah. then start over again so yeah that's yeah. gonna be my note my own little fun test cool but anyways what were you saying you brought me over I, a tool well in your 
in your Christmas stocking we brought over, did you get pointed tip applicators? Yes, yes, yes. They almost look. Yes. At first, I thought you bought me a thing of Q-tips. No, they're not because like the, Q-tips. Yeah, but they're the, boom. I know, but, but the old applicators I had had a lot smaller of a head on them. And right. I was wondering, what the hell did you guys buy me a well, I, I picked them up at Ollie's. And uh, so who knows how long they – I mean, who knows if they make these things anywhere else. I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm oh, sure somewhere. See, it says CVS Pharmacy on them, on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, CVS Pharmacy, and they're all over the country. So they're Are they made really? by a company called yeah, <laughs> Beauty Three Sixty. And um, so when I'm done, as a, as a company, when I'm done working down here, I can put my makeup on. That's right, for precise makeup and nail polish touch-ups. Hey, well, you Isn't know what? That nice. Lynn even sent us. Lynn even sent us some makeup to work with. Yeah. So maybe I'll uh, put a little bit of put a little bit of eyeliner on while I'm working. <laughs> hey. Hey, whatever does it for you, man. <laughs> I don't care. But it doesn't matter to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, pointed, pointed tip applicators. And, and uh, so I haven't tried mine yet, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing them. I, I think – so I think I, w- looking at those, I have two worries. What? Well, I have one worry and one benefit. You ready? Yeah. I feel like it's – the the smaller applicators, which by the way, I did get a new pack of them, Dad. Um, yeah, I ordered them. Oh, okay. On Wednesday or what? They, what? What is today? My week is so screwed up because of this Today's damn twenty six. Yeah, it's Thursday. It felt right. like a Monday all day, but anyways, it did. It did feel like it. Two weeks off in the middle of the week. Plus, I had a half day today. I yeah. went in late, like I went in at noon. So my week yeah. is like all. My week is just absolutely screwed up. Discombobulated. Anyways, yep. Monday I ordered. The Amazon um, applicators, or was that Sunday? One of these days, whatever, whatever the hell day it is. I ordered the 800p pack that you got the first time. Oh, cool! So I'm out. they didn't come in yet, and they're coming from China. So um, oh. they might be here next week. They might be. They might be here <laughs> next month. But I did order them because they were like okay. six bucks. Oh wow! And I have like I only have maybe ten of them left. Oh yeah, I'm going. Mine so are going. If you when I get them in, I'll I'll give a I'll yeah, give you a, I'll, think so. I'll split them with you because I can't. Sweet. Uh, how long ago did you give me those four hundred? Like about three years ago. And and I have yeah. So that'll cover us for quite some time. Yeah. But um. Anyways, that's another tool that we haven't talked about in quite a while. Is the small applicators. Oh, those are nice. Those ones are yeah. awesome. I haven't tried They're these nice. ones out yet either. So um, yeah. I'm excited to try those out. But all right, let's jump into our product of the week. Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't do a tool. Did you do a tool? You did a tool. You did a tool. I did it all. all right. We did all that. I know. We're jumping around so much tonight. It's stupid. Product of the week. Product well, of the week. Well, um. Like if you had to pick a new non-tool product, like um, whatever whatever it is, I got one. You go ahead if you got one. All right. Mine is. I, I don't. You don't? No, I don't have a product. Um, what a shame. Man. <laughs> uh, I wasn't prepared for a product, but okay. That's fine. My product of the week is going to be a little different, and it's not something that you can buy on purpose. Um, like you have to buy it, you have to buy it for different means, and then have it die. This is a long. This is a long term. You have to have it die. It has to die. It has to die. Die. <laughs> yeah. D I E. This product has to die. Is it an animal? Is it a, is no. it a fur? Is it a skunk skin? Yeah. Oh, you know what? 
you've yeah you win you've guessed what the product of the week is it's the skunk skin it's the bear it's the bear <laughs> oh hey yeah we had a bear in my driveway on christmas eve but uh well i'll talk about that in a little bit my product of the week requires you to have some long-term planning so it is my stainless steel coffee pot i love that thing oh and i got yeah. a, and i just got a new one yesterday because i'm on yeah yeah so yeah. i'm gonna throw out my old one yeah, and because it is, oh, yeah. di- it's disgusting and, looking. But that's what you clean all your brushes. In. Yeah, but so this product requires you some long term planning. But <laughs> if you are in need of a new coffee maker, go buy a stainless steel coffee pot, one with a stainless steel coffee pot, because in five, six, eight, ten years, when that coffee maker kicks the the bucket, now you have a stainless steel paintbrush cleaner <laughs> so but uh no i love the old stainless steel coffee pot and now that mom got a new one uh, right. i got a brand new coffee pot and it's a stainless steel coffee pot to clean my brushes in i love it because it doesn't rust it doesn't get grimy even when i let it set with some old water in it it's easy to clean and uh a little bit different it's a little weird like i said it's a it's a long-term thing or if you already have a stainless steel coffee pot and you just need to, a new coffee maker uh just use the pot for a brush cleaner. Yeah, so, that's a great idea. All right. A little bit different, but there we go. What's your product? Well, my product is uh, something we've all done, okay, if you weather. And one of the things that we do a lot of would be India ink and alcohol mix. Yeah. And I have every – I ran out of India ink, okay? I made my last batch. It was dark. But it wasn't dark enough for me. I needed to have it darker, okay? And this was my dark batch. Um, and so what I did was I also didn't have any more. Um, I buy the – let me pull it down. I buy – Hey, get closer to the mic again. I, I'm real close now. So anyways, I'm sorry. I had to get up. I had to sit up away from my microphone. No, it, so sounded, it sounded better when you were closer. Whatever you just did sounded better. Well, that's because I'm like a foot, uh, three inches from it. Can you do me a favor real fast? What? Is the logo for the microphone facing you? It says N-E-E-W-E-R. No. Turn it. I think we just had a moment on this podcast. Let me see. I can do this without wrecking the damn thing. Excuse the noise, everybody. It says, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Guess what? Is that it? Is that better? Your voice sounds ten times better right now. No, yeah. not because of that. Yeah, it does. No. That it's a it's a condensing mic and it has a directional pickup. No, yeah, I never knew that. Nobody ever told me that. <laughs> oh That's my! Why my voice has sucked all this time? Well, I mean, it still sucks, but it sounds way better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. But anyhow, holy shit, this just happened! It. Oh my gosh. Well, that's a breakthrough on the last day of 2019 after two years. Can you sit like – so make a fist and put it up to your face and then sit that close to the microphone. I am that close. I'm I'm that close to the microphone. Oh, my God. It sounds so much better. Yeah, but I don't want this thing – like it feels like I I could like smell the the pop screen. Yeah, well, that's how I talk. Okay. Well, anyhow. Well, anyways, whatever you – turning that microphone just made it like ten times better. Jesus Christ, can I just talk about my product? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. 
right. 32-ounce bottle of the ice purple alcohol, 91% alcohol. We went through this probably four other times on our shows. Okay. But we always make a dark, a medium, and a light. That's what I do. Okay. I have three different bottles, 32-ounce bottles. And I, and I keep them a light, a dark, and a medium. And, and then I fill up my jar when I need it. You know, and uh, then I always have. Well, I made a new one called Mega Dark. What? <laughs> it's Mega Dark. It is three, three of the tablespoons of ink, of black ink, in the alcohol mix. Three whole tablespoons, and how much yeah. alcohol ink? Thirty-two ounces. Oh my gosh! And I mixed it, but you know, it, but and it's dark, but it's it's really really dark, but. It's only, it's only, it doesn't ruin it. I mean, you can't use it on everything. Right. But there's some things you want to weather a little heavier, a little darker, so you don't have to put a second coat of the regular dark on. Sometimes I had to put an extra coat of the dark on. And this, with this one, I will have to be able to, I can skip that process. And boom, I got mega dark. So that's what I made. Mega dark. Mega dark bottle. I got a mega dark bottle. So now I got mega dark um, India ink wash, and uh, I'll use that when I need something extreme. Nice, nice. Well, not extreme dark. Just weathered hard, you know. I mean, really weathered hard. Right. So yeah, awesome. Well, that's it. That's that's my new thing. I like it. I like it. So yeah. What about uh? Let's. I just always took for granted it should be dark, medium, light. You know. I mean. And I was like, well, why can't I have one? Why can't I have a mega dark? Or why can't we have a, a, a different a, a, a one higher than that? Right. You know, whatever. So let's do uh, let's do our year in review now. All right. Now that we figured out your microphone. So in, well, I didn't know in two thousand and fifth in two thousand and nineteen on the one hundredth episode of the podcast, um, we figured out how to position my dad's microphone correctly. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's partly my fault. I should have told you that way back. Yeah, well, that's uh, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. Apparently, it's better. So. I think it's better. If everyone else thinks it's better, let us know. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, 2019. Wow, we had a lot of stuff going on. We started off and we kicked off 2019, in my opinion. We had a couple guests. We had, I think one of the first ones we had last year was either Doug or Kenny. I can go back and look while you're talking. Why don't we do that? And then... Um, we were preparing at that time of 2019 to get ready for our live build with Jason Jensen and us. And we would build the kit that was designed by Kenny Crump and Casey's workshop. And we started that in February, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, fir- our, our first guest last year was Doug. Okay. I and then we had, so when Doug, and then later in January, we had Bill, I mean, uh, Brian and Jill Bollinger. Right. Right. So no, we did talk to Kenny. We did talk to Kenny in January, February first. We had Kenny and Jason on at the same time. Uh, okay, and then that we had was it. that was it. We had yeah. Vilius and on. Then we kicked off. Yes, Vilius. Yes. I'm just going to go through our guests first. Uh, I'd then, like to get some of these people back on again. We're yeah. going to do that. Uh, Vilius is another one. We had Vilius. Like we had Foggy Mountain Models. Yeah. Um, with Mark Schreier, Rick yeah. and Maureen of Hunterline. Frank Varga and Doug Fiscali at the same time. Dave Frary oh. Oh with my gosh. Hal Reynolds. That was a that was the the 
the uh, legends. Yeah. yeah. And then we had uh, Ron Kleiss of I'm Out Models, Nick, Rick, mm-hmm. uh, Renee and Nick of ITLA. Right. Um, we had Dave. Wow. Kru- we had Dave Kruzwick on, Jake Johnson, mm-hmm. and Dave Meek, who we need to do again. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Barblay, mm-hmm. Jason Jensen again, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then we went and saw the Franklin South Manchester with George Selyus. We, yep, went and, we went to go see it in June. And got our minds blown yep. away. And on that trip, we also went and stopped by and saw Doug Fiscali. Doug Fiscali uh, Doug, Doug at his workshop. Uh, he gave us an invitation to stop by, and we we did that. and Checked out his place there. In, uh, which was awesome. It, yeah. was also, it, it was all part of that whole weekend experience. Oh, awesome. whole, whole weekend. Doing that and then the, do that with Doug the one day. And then the next day, we're with... Well, with, and Doug's you know, telling you in his workshop, he's like... Man, you guys, once you see George sing in person, your your whole modeling career will change. And right. You're, and you're like, so next, you're like, what are you talking about, Doug? Like, I believed him, but at the same time, you're like, what are you talking about, Doug? Come on. Yeah, and then you see yeah. it, and you're like, oh my god, it changed. So and, and we and we didn't just see it. You know, we got five hours of that bad boy, and not only that, we got to see it with which wasn't enough time. How Reynolds and. And uh, Dan Raymond's uh, up there. We Dan had, Raymond. We had I mean, all uh, of our guests. We had a bunch Lick, of our guests. All our guests, Jason yeah. Jensen, and you know, we and had watching, a ton of people. And watching Jason. I know. I'm letting out some other people that are you know we, we just a bunch of them. A lot of oh, our, we had. We also had a bunch of our um we had a of bunch our, of our patrons, of our patrons there. and and listeners. Uh, so it was good to have them there. So that and, was an awesome time. And so you're just you're not just getting to view it. You're getting to view it with some amazing modelers and great people. And good friends we've made yeah. and everything. Sure. Exactly. Um, and also we'd be remiss this year if we didn't say that um, we got to meet a lot of awesome people who listened to our show this year. Yeah. Um that alone was probably one of the coolest things. The few times, the couple shows we went to, and um, yeah. Uh, yeah. some were local, some were more of a regional, like a East Coast just show. Stood there and talked and talked. No, and but talked. but but we, it was really neat to to meet people. Oh yeah, who listen and you know, it's really tough when my dad and I are sitting here and I'm in my basement and he's in his workshop and. We're we're talking to each other, and maybe we'll have a guest on from you know a, we'll have a bunch of guests on, and right. that kind of breaks up the time. But when when it's just us and we're doing we're cranking out episode after episode, and we're doing fifty two episodes a year. Sure. Um, after a while, it's like you know people are listening, but you don't see them in person. You're not talking in front of an audience, so sometimes yeah, it gets so a little good. it gets a little tough. And you're like you wonder like. Who are these people? And then you get out in the public, and we go to these shows, and we go to these events, and we meet people out in person, and we yeah. we do these meetups when we go places, and right, uh, it, it just really makes it more personal then, because now it's not just you guys are listening to us, and then we're talking back and forth online because you guys sent us messages. It's like now we've met you, and now we've forged some friendships. So it was just a lot of it was a fun year. We met a lot of cool people through the show. Right, absolutely. So uh, absolutely, and. Uh, and we got to interview some legendary guests because of everything that you guys have been helping us with. I mean, right. all of our listeners or and all of our everyone, they're everyone's part of this with us, and and we're just happy to be, uh, we're happy to be on here, right. rambling and shooting the shit every week. So, um, 
fight. So we had. Um, so after that, we had Lance. Guests. We had that. After that, we had Lance Minheim. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just marveling it. Oh yeah, then Doug people we got Doug Fiscali again. Yeah, uh, Jake and Dave on again. Uh-huh. Right. Um, Brian Wolf from Mainline Hobbies. We had Dave yep. Yale of the 3D printing of yeah. Dave's. Uh, crap, Dave's model railway stuff. Well, he, right. he, and he talked us out of getting a 3D printer. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and you know what else? I mean, it, it was a good mix of all kinds of different oh, stuff yeah. like that. All of our guests this year was a, it was a great mix. It was a little bit of everything and totally. some things that we haven't really gotten into. And Dave's uh, Dave's 3D printing stuff was is was also um, along it's that whole line. New, it it's a whole totally different new. hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and after that, we had uh, Jeff Grove. Oh, Bre- hey, let's kicked into the. This was the kickoff of the Monster mo- mo- October. Yeah, we had Jeff Grove, Brett mm-hmm. Gallant. And then we had George Celios on, which was like, which was <laughs> ama- it was amazing. Um, amazing! At- I, 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 I we gotta <laughs> try and get him again. Yeah, definitely. And and then yeah. right after that, so, we had Joey Ricard. Uh, Joey Ricard, who was another yeah. just awesome guest. We had a lot of fun with Joey. Joey's oh, from Trackside Scenery, and then we got fun. to we got to hang out with him the next week at the show. So oh, yeah, a week, a week yeah, after no the same week. Oh yeah, the weekend after we had him on the show, we got to hang out with him but for a weekend. Timonium. Yeah, yeah, and we were at Timonium with all of our a whole mess of our patrons again. Yeah, and then a bunch of our a bunch of our um uh, you know listeners as well stopping by and talking to us. It was an amazing show. We did a clinic there. Oh yeah, and um, we also did, and we had a good turnout for the clinic, by the way. And um, we had, you know, all of our friends that are vendors, most all of them, I think every one of them, pretty much, there's a couple, there's a couple we're going to have that are, that we're, um, that we, uh, I'm, I'm arranging some times with them yeah. now, and um, we'll get them on. I want to have uh, Stephen Miley is, is one of those guys from uh, RailScale, we'll have him on as well. Uh, I have we also have to get Jeff from MoTrack on. Jeff from Motrack, yes. I mean, we gotta so, get him on too because he's gonna be he's gonna be another fun episode. I can tell. Right, uh, right. but you know, after so, we had George on and then we had Joey, we then had Jason on uh, for our. He was actually our last guest we had on. We went the whole month of December without having a guest, but it's a tough time to schedule people too. So right, right. But we that I mean we had an action packed year. I mean that was crazy. Oh, it was nuts. Um, and I'm you know, so like I said, we're uh, we're all set to go. Um, for a new year, and we have some amazing people. We got to meet a bunch of new people. I'm really happy with this year. I'm seeing more and more modeling this year uh, online. I've seen a lot of people also stepping outside their box, yeah, and yes. doing some new yes. stuff. And um, I'm I'm gonna venture out to say that I'm ready to step outside of our box and do some different types of modeling now. Um, yeah. As far as within our scale, um, right. I, I I know once I get this track redone, yeah. um, I'm going to start putting some trains on, and we need to work on – you and I both know that we need to work on uh, the track. Right, de- yes. Like the actual ballast track work, and, ballast, yeah. putting some details, actually tra- – like industry details for track side stuff. And we got to think about getting some – you know, get, you know, making our, real, our rolling stock look good. Yeah, yeah. That. So actually yeah. I'd like to get some guests on that were are more that right. – guests that listen to our show. Yeah. I mean any listener out there who um, 
you know, knows a little bit more about the rolling stock who would like to come on and talk with us about that, who also understand that we're not, we don't know that. So right, uh, right. maybe come on and help educate us, right. uh, educate some other modelers maybe, or just get on and talk to, you know, shoot the breeze about, you know, some rolling stock that fits our time era kind of, but, but also fits into the highly detailed craftsman side of it. Cause I've, right. I know we could do rolling stock and locomotives right. in the craftsman setting. Yeah. You know, we can take, yes, I, and that's great. I want to have that. I want to have guests on that can do that. Just don't, just don't bore the shit out of me with all the Well, no, 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 no. But I just, that's what I just oh, meant. Okay. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. if there's any guests out there that are, I mean, are there any listeners that are out there that, you right. know, want to get on and are comfortable getting on here and talking with us about that, but, <laughs> but that know our style and, and. Yeah, layman's terms, please. Well, yeah, but, but I want to learn too. So. I do, I do. I, I get that. So what, well, would you let me finish? No. <laughs> okay, fine. Done. No, what I was saying is any of our listeners that know our show well, but also know the modeling and train more of the locomotive and rolling stock side of the hobby, um, right. you know, come on and talk to us about the 20s, 30s, and 40s uh, locomotives. I don't mind getting a little bit of a history lesson and actually talking about some, you know, more in-depth parts of it. Under only under the understanding that you know we think of rolling stock and locomotives the way my dad and I want to do it is um, m- moving art. Yeah. So we don't necessarily want it to just be about the train. We wanted to turn it into moving art. Right. So it's as serious as we take our craftsman kits and our buildings and our structures and our sidewalks and scenes and roads. We also want to take our rolling stock that serious in the essence in the sense that we want it to look well i want it to look accurate so whenever yes. whenever we say that we don't care about part x 529b we do we do as long as it fits the time period that we you know are modeling so what i'm trying to get at is anyone that's comfortable coming on our podcast and wants to talk about older you know mid to early 20th century maybe some even early or late 19th century stuff um, like steam, early diesel, or, you know, that you're getting into the forties and stuff with some early diesel thirties uh, and forties. Uh, not, not late 19th century, more, more early yeah, 20th but, but century. But still, yeah. you know, anyone who wants to come on and talk about that yeah. in, in the craftsman sense about how to tear them apart and, and paint sure. them and get into that. I would yeah. be all ears for that kind of thing. So yeah, maybe too. maybe me in too. 2020 we can get a couple people on that are more locomotive centric yeah. and more train centric because yeah. but doing it in a way that fits into the craftsman world where they just look like it's rolling art, art. when you when it's stopped and you're looking at the engine and you're looking at the cars they're weathered heavily or they're not heavily but they're weathered and they look like they've yeah. been out on the tracks for years and if it's and, a wood box car it should look like a wood box yeah. car so I want to I want to learn yeah. more about that because that to me if we're being, if we're going to be honest and vulnerable a little bit, that intimidates me. Um, I could bang out structures, and right my dad yeah. and my dad and I can do that. We can work out on structures and city scenes and make them look really kick ass. Yeah. But when I think about, you know, tearing apart a, a locomotive or a or a rolling stock, I get a little bit like, ooh, I don't really know. I haven't done that. 
Yeah. Uh, so it'd be cool to hear and see some from some people that are doing that and turning them into really nice works of art, basically. But that still right. function as a rolling stock um, to hear from them. So hit us up if you're interested in jump, jumping on the show about that. Sweet. But because I do consider that craftsman modeling, like if you're if you're buying a plastic kit or you're buying a wood rolling stock kit, because there are some old ones out there that you can grab. Um, right. That's still craftsman modeling. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just on a train. Yeah. It's no different than building your titchy cars or whatever. Do you agree? I agree, man. Oh, okay. Well, there was a long pause. I didn't know what the hell well, you were well, thinking. Well, because I wasn't supposed to talk. Well, because you you were you were interrupting. No, you were trying to like downplay the train stuff, and I and I, I actually wasn't downplaying no, it. No, oh come on now. I was actually you know I was you were joking about not getting on and talking about part fifty two ninety nine B nine or five twenty two. No, I wanna, I, I uh, get it, I get it, but at the same time, I want to learn like. Yeah, the appropriate stuff to have, like for our scene and whatever it is. So I get that. Yeah, I get that. Anyways, and right. plus our listeners would probably like to hear some other stuff. So, sure. Um. So anyways, we also, covered that for the year. We covered all that for the year. Right. But yeah, twenty twenty is gonna be awesome, guys. I can't wait. Yeah. I I am too. We're gonna also have another build. Uh, we're gonna do another live build. Yes, um, coming up with I, two. I'm waiting for somebody to get a hold of me on that one, and once we do, we'll uh, definitely get the thing get the thing rolling. And uh, hopefully, I'd like to get something going on that by February or March if I can. Yeah, I mean, if it's early spring, that's fine. If it's early spring, that's fine as well. Yeah, but um, we're also we'll do another live build on Facebook. Right, so we're, we're also going to be doing um, some more patron only contests and giveaways. Um, we're like 54 patrons strong, which yeah. is awesome. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't thank you all enough for that. Um, you guys have been a big and we have some patrons. We wouldn't be well. We'd probably still be doing this, but it wouldn't be as good a show. Yeah, I mean, we've already said before. If, ever, if yeah. all of you went away, we'd still do it. So right, um, right. I just, I love doing it. I love meeting some people through this, and I love learning. Yeah. Um, we've learned a lot since we started. Just doing his podcast, and the, and the patrons page is awesome because I mean, every, there's a lot of participating from ooh, this ooh. people. On. Yes, that community is awesome. Also, uh, new announcement. People. There's a new yeah. announcement. I think I said it last week too about the forum. Uh huh. I have a forum that's going to be ready soon. Okay, um, good. It is going to be for the show only, so we're not going to be competing with uh, other forums, the modelers forum, or anything else. That's yeah. not the goal. Um, no, but the. The forum, there'll be two parts of it. There'll be a patron-only forum, and then there'll be a general forum for the show that you guys can talk about whatever afterwards. So um, there'll be a free and a, and a patron-only part of the forum that should be up within the first like week of January. Right. And just like, just like the patrons-only page um, itself, I mean, or even our website, our Facebook page, um, you know, it's you people that are going to make it great and go if it, you know, and make it a cool thing because you're the ones that are coming up with the questions and talking to each other and helping to build that community by meeting new people and becoming friends. And, and that's what you'll get both in the patrons only section or the patrons only Facebook group or, or be, by becoming a patron. And, or you, you know, Brett can tell you how to become a patron here uh, in a couple minutes. 
Actually, then, you could just go to patreon.com forward slash HOScale Customs. Or, I know there's some people that are uncomfortable with the Patreon platform. And there right. have been a few cases of people who are um, patrons and they're on the group that, um, you know, provided us with something or whatever. Yeah. They've reached out right. to me and saying, hey, I'm not comfortable with Patreon. And we understand some people aren't comfortable if with it. If they don't want to do that, that's fine. And, so, yeah, just, you know, there's other means. I think I have it on our on our the, on our yeah. page at hoscalecustoms.com forward slash support. There's a couple other ways to be a patron without being a Patreon member. And right. I'll still invite you to the Patreon group. Uh, so there's like two right. people that, that were special circumstances on that. But um, but outside of that, too, it's not just that. Our regular Facebook page also everybody can participate yeah. on and share their work it's been and busy show too. their stuff. And it's been busy. And again, you all have met each – a lot of you have met each other through that and the community has we've had, built a, we've had people very good we've nobody had, nobody on either one of them has ever i've never been had negative been where where they criticize other people's stuff in a negative Except way us. it's not judgmental <laughs> you know we don't criticize our, our no people. no uh, but you uh, and i criticizing well, us we, we do ourselves <laughs> yeah. Okay, we, but what i'm saying uh, is there's no judgment on there no nah, man that's what it's about or stuff they're asking for advice. They're getting good critic. It's not criticism so much as good, strong. Critiquing. Yeah, crit- not even so much no, critiquing. Well, no, but it was just help. Some advice you know? we've had, and now, you yeah. know what? To give our patrons, constructive criticism. To give our patrons and listeners credit, there have been times in either on posts to our our public page or posts to our private patron group where yeah. um, we've had, we even have some patrons that are newer to modeling that. Um, and and some listeners even on the main page that are newer to modeling, and they'll post something out there asking for questions. Man, and the people just our fans, jump you guys, jump in and just provide feedback, which yep. is just incredible. Or people are looking for things and they'll ask for questions, and and there's some good support in there. And I want to thank all of our listeners and all of our fans, whether you're Facebook or YouTube or uh, you're on our, you're just listening to the podcast in general. Um, for providing any kind of support you have for other other listeners um, right. when they've asked questions, because uh, everyone we've had a lot of people help each other out, and we have not even been part of it. There's been people that have helped each other out through our page or through our podcast. Uh, they've they've connected, and so and so, you know, Joe helped John find a thing that he needed because he is new to modeling or whatever, yeah. and it's yeah. just cool to see that play out. Um, and I want to I want to see more of that in 2020. So any kind of community slash um, like not not cl- I hate to use the word club because it, it's not that. But any kind of like community building ideas that you guys have to right. kind of bring all the listeners into a, a central area, yeah, would be really cool. Um, we have a, we have our Patreon page for patron members. Uh, and there's some we have our own things going in there like contests and giveaways and discussions. Some of those discussions, by the way, are hilarious. They're awesome. There's some really funny stuff in there. Uh, all yep. those guys like to share some cool stuff. But at the same time, uh, it'd be neat. I think the forum might be a good idea for everybody involved. If mm-hmm. you're looking to sell something or you're looking to uh, you're looking to buy a yep. locomotive or you need a thing, whatever that is. Um, I want to create that for our listeners, 
not to like I said, not to compete with any other forums, but to just create a, a podcast forum. Um, right, right. Connect listeners to listeners. That's what my goal is. You know, and and you know, we're trying to share. I would like as to build. We can in twenty our, in, ourselves, but you guys are a big help. Right doing that, in twenty twenty, so. I would like to build. My goal is to help to build an HF Scale Customs community, not because yeah. of the podcast, not for us, nah. but to connect. We know who's listening. We see, we don't know who is listening. I don't know that right. Jim Smith is listening, you know, from his Apple iPhone. I don't know that, but I know we have a number of listeners because I see the stats. And I would like to figure out a way to bring listeners together if they'd like that into yeah. a, a a common place. That'd be I think that'd be a lot of fun. Right. So me too. we'll we'll work on that for 2020. That's my main goal for. Yeah. That's my resolution for this show and this right. podcast in 2020 yeah. to bolster the community of fine scale modelers in into that listen to this show into a common place. That would be, that would be my main thing. Whether it's, my main my main thing is going to be to make sure my microphone is turned in the right direction. <laughs> make sure the it's logo is pointed at your microphone. face. Yes. Yeah. Now. Also, this uh, I, I noticed it today. There's a new kit out on the market. It's Ooh, pretty cool. And I, think I saw it today. It. I saw a picture of it. Bruce Nickerson from Seaport Modelworks. Love that kit. Oh my god, this is awesome. We need to find out how to do it, and I think we may need to have this kit. But we'll make it we'll called, make it happen. Yeah, right. That it's thing would look release. along our shoreline. That thing would look badass. It's a new release from Seaport Modelworks. It's called Barrett's Fish Market. And uh, it's a laser-cut craftsman kit. And uh, I believe he's going to have it available at January 25th at Amherst Railway Show in Springfield, uh, Massachusetts. So uh, when, at that show, he's going to have that. I think he has uh, pre-orders. We so go on his Facebook page of Seaport Modelworks and um, look it up. And find uh, or on Seaport, his Facebook page, you put Facebook, it up. Yeah, his Facebook page uh, for Seaport Model Works is tricky. It's Seaport Model Works with no spaces. So go there <laughs> when you search it in uh, in Facebook, but or go to um, I don't know if he has it on his website yet. I'm not sure, but, but if uh, you want to see a photo of it, it's on his Facebook yeah. page though. Right, and he can, he's taking pre-orders for it and everything. He gives the information and the whole work. So uh, it's beautiful. It's a cool kit. I love it. It's a waterfront type of structure. It's really cool. Um, so that's that's one of the new things that's out. And also, um, the uh, just since we're in the same in the same ballpark, uh, and we'll give credit where uh, not credit so much, but there is a um, um, a new kit. Well, not kit, new kit. Uh, Carolina Craftsman kits. Is doing the uh, a re a rerun of the yacht basin. He's mm-hmm. got more of them in stock. He announced that today too, Jeff Grove. So nice. that's a, the yacht basin is a big kit. Uh, it's one on my shelf. I got to get to. He's doing a rerun, and he's doing another run of it. So nice. uh, that that'll be available. Go check out on Carolina Craftsman Kits website. Um, I, that's pretty much all I have right now this uh, this week. So on nice. the new stuff. That's on our bullhorn, by the way. Yeah, on the bullhorn, right? So, so. all right, guys. Well, I'm going to actually call this one a wrap for the year. I think so. Yeah, uh, we've done yeah. 52 weeks in a row. 2020, 2020. When we see you guys next, let me let me ring a bell or something. Hang on, I'm going to ring out. Ding. I'm going to ring out the new year. You ready? Peace.
Yeah. Oh, shit. That wasn't a bell. Is that something breaking? <laughs> yes. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Did you break your beer bottle? No, it was a bowl. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, my God. It's not like a brook. There we go. I rung, right. I rung a bell. We're done for the new year. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to every listener. Thank you to all of our patrons. Thank you yes. to anyone that ever interacted it's been a with us. Wonderful year, and we plan to do it again. Help us make an awesome 2019. Guess what? I know we're not technically three years into the show, Dad. No. But our first episode in 2020 will be the first official episode spanning an entirety of three different calendar years. Right, correct. So we would have now made an episode in 2017, 18, 19, and 20. So actually it'll be four. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a cool little stat. 2017 on. Yeah. Our Late first episode was in November 2017. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, now we'll, our first episode will be in 2020 will be the fourth, fourth calendar, calendar year that we've done yeah. an episode. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that's it. a neat little stat. But uh, all right, guys. Hey. You know what? Yeah. Have a safe, happy, healthy New Year. I don't mean that just to say that, just cliche kind of thing. Have a no, have, have a healthy. Have a, we love all you people. Yeah, have a healthy New Year. You know, yeah. you know, enjoy the time with your family during this next two weeks or this last week and this current week coming up. Um, and then after all these holiday festivities are over. Just forget about them and go back down to your workbench and start working on your stuff again. So, <laughs> but uh, we will also be doing something New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. I'm not sure what we're going to be doing, but we will be doing something. We'll announce it here in the next couple of days. Um, I'm not sure what it'll be, but we'll do something. It might not be at midnight because he's not sure what it's going to be. What? You're not sure what it's going to be? Yeah. Are you? Nope. We you, we talked about it last week. Right. So what's your point? I don't know. It's oh. time to go, man. It's time to go. Oh, well, I'm just saying about our New Year's thing. Our New Year's oh, okay. thing. Okay. Uh, it won't be at midnight because uh, I'll yeah. be in the I'll be in the shit house if if I yeah. Uh, yeah if the New Year's rang up and my wife man, was I like got news for you that was a neat idea and all but I think your mom has plans to, I think she wants to go to that damn pickle drive yeah but our, if our wives were like you went down to talk to your your train friends on, at midnight and you didn't even come up and yeah. celebrate New Year with me I'd be yeah, in the shit house gonna, I might be in the shit so I, I'm not Look, saying I can't sleep on the couch and we're not gonna get down to that thing that's anyway. not the point but it doesn't matter if if I disappear yeah. to the basement and I was awake and I didn't wake her up on New Year's and blah 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 uh, blah yeah, it would yeah. be, you know, you, you everyone here knows the deal. You know the yeah. deal. So, right, right. Um, but it's not to say that I won't do something on New Year's Eve for an hour or two. I might go live. Who knows? I might do something yeah. before we go out to our festivities and then spend time with the family. Maybe I'll, I'll do the same. So maybe we can do a dual live like we used to. Yeah. So we can work something out like that. I'll, uh, we'll figure it out. I'll figure that out. And um, but we will do something on New Year's Eve, just not sure what time. We'll announce it later. But, cool. um, all right, guys. Hey, that's it. Have a happy New Year. That's We're going to call this one a wrap. All right, good night. Later.